Pace, Pace, Pace. What's going on with you, man? It's cracking, you know, slow motion, nothing major. Man, that's what's up, man. Hey, so welcome back to this positive podcast, the big three P's running up, man. I'm Showtime. It's your boy Provoc, the EC affiliate. Man, are we back, man? It feels good to be back, man. We we <laughs> we owe it to our listeners, man. We gotta we gotta find a way to do get us to be a little bit more consistent with it, man. I, uh, they had sent a couple messages out, and I know uh, Anchor they um they reminded me like y'all said I was gonna do a podcast twice a week. <laughs> like damn, you know the, software, the software, the app is mad at us. <laughs> like the software sent you a notification, like uh, bro, you playing? <laughs> Y'all slacking, dog. Come on, man. No, that's what it be. Yeah, we definitely got to get back to some consistency and figure out what days we're going to do it. But, you know what I'm saying, we'll figure that off, off the air. But in the meanwhile, you know what I mean? Let's get right into it, man. Let's dive what's been, in, what's man. What's, you, what's, been on, what's been on your brain lately, bro, man? I know, man, man. we stop it up like we used to. What you been thinking about, G? Uh, corona. Right. It's just an outbreak going on. You know, I'm in the Eau Claire area, so it's an outbreak going on at, at the university mm-hmm. uh, here in Eau Claire. And there's also an outbreak going on in Menominee at Stout. Damn. And then there's many other universities around Wisconsin right now. So it's just, you know, for the for those who don't believe that this, this ain't real or it's a conspiracy or something like that, no, nah, it's real. It's touching everybody, man. It's, so it's starting to affect young people too so you know most people were saying it only can be you know what i'm saying passed to older people or people who are failing immune systems and whatever but that ain't true man these kids is college kids most of them healthy most of them in good you know what i'm saying in good health you know what i mean and right. young so, right. so right. Now we start different aspects of this disease that they only told us you already know they weren't giving us all the information anyways i mean you know what i'm saying trying to keep the fear down but at this point, when you start seeing it for yourself and you start hearing these numbers, you start seeing like, dang, it's that many. And then you start looking at the age difference and the gaps and you're like, oh, man, that's bullshit. They didn't tell us shit, bro. <laughs> right. So just thinking about that and then trying to stay safe and trying to figure out ways to, you know, find activities to do without constantly putting yourself in harm's way is, right. is going to be a challenge for us, especially with winter right around the corner because Winter, I don't know if you've been outside or not, but uh, <laughs> old today. man, winter. It's winter today, goddamn. He is knocking on the door like it was summer outside. I was outside golfing, and then the next day it felt like winter outside, like trying to get it around there. So, but yeah, man, just that that COVID is the main thing right now. Just trying to figure out, you know, uh, what else they haven't told us about this this disease and what else they they hiding from us. Uh, I think uh, I think a big part of it. I think a lot of things is gonna be exposed, and a lot of things is gonna be seen with these kids going back to school the way that they are. You know, because uh, you know Green Bay Public Schools system is one of the very few that didn't actually go back physically. You know, Ashwaubenon, uh, Howard, uh, the Pier, all of, all the surrounding areas actually went back physically to class, and they doing like two days there, a day at home, and then two days back, and uh, you know. It's gonna it's gonna show us a lot, man. It's really gonna show us because, like you said, you know that old fictional shit about you got to be half sick or old or some shit like that to get it and all this type of shit. That that's not really true, you know. And some of the symptoms that they have, you know, are are, are present in the, the young folks is getting it too. 
Because we was at first we was believing if you young and you got it, then you was gonna be asymptomatic. You was just gonna be walking around hunky right. door and feeling fine and shit. That's not true either. So so it's really, you know, it's really gonna show us a lot, man, about you know what to expect. And like you were saying, you know, with with people trying to get out and do stuff and, and try to, you know, make the most of these last warm days before wintertime comes, shit, it, it might be a, a you know, it might have a more dramatic effect than we think. Yeah, I believe I believe that the the pieces of it that we really not gonna talk about or it's not gonna be on the forefront is people's mental health, man. You know, most people ain't used to sitting in the house and sitting down not. for long period, long periods of time, whether it be in the house or just not being able to do the activity. So, I think that that mental health aspect of it is gonna be long lasting, man, on some people because I mean there is some people that's scared and they they ain't doing nothing, right? Like they ain't going outside. They just you know what I'm saying limited movement, but for those who are trying to get out and trying to stay as normal as possible, to have some kind of normalcy, you know, you're taking the risk every time, whether it be going to the grocery store or going to the gym or what it may be. But at the end of the day, man, being hostage in the house sometimes, boy, you got to take that risk. I know myself personally. <laughs> house ain't going to work, bro. <laughs> ain't going to work, bro. You can only record so much or do so much reading or do so much catching up on your, you know what I'm saying, your favorite shows or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, for man. me, I got and the yeah. mental health is a huge part of it, you know, which I really was taking a look at trying to figure out how the fuck, you know, how do, how do you even maintain certain things, you know, especially if, uh, you know, if you just, you got a routine. Like, I had a routine where I was, every Tuesday I did this, every Thursday I did this. So now, you know, it's a little bit different for me. But, you know, one of the things I was looking at, too, was the, the physical health piece of it. Because a lot of right. folks, man, ain't going back to the gyms. You know, they don't trust the gyms or none of that yet. And if you ain't got no home routine that you're comfortable with, and you, you know, because at the gym, you got accountability partners. You got that same guy. You might not even know the dude, but you see him come in the locker room the same every day, just like you. Y'all doing the same workout. And, you know, you see the guy, and, you know, y'all might eventually become friends, or y'all may not. Y'all like silent accountability partners. Y'all, you know, y'all just recognize it as that. Like, damn, what do that today? Well, shit, I got to get mine anyway. You know, so that's a big part of it, too, man. I was just watching a, a podcast with Joe Rogan and Kevin Hart. This nigga Kevin Hart was talking about he had, like, 8 or 9% body fat. This is a funny nigga. This is a comedian. You got 9% body fat. You doing some things, dog. So, I mean, it's, it's just crazy to think about that, man, and to know that, uh, that, that, that we got to find a way to maintain. We can't give up. You know, and like I said, and you know, our people, we we very familiar with these waters as far as trying to adapt, you know what I mean, and make shit happen and make the best out of a situation. So, you know, we'll figure it out. But in the meanwhile, you know, there's going to be people that struggle with this just in general. So, and I know the youth going to struggle with it because they used to being out and doing what they want to do. But the problem is, and they're not taking it serious and they're being out here lollygagging and running, they, running like they normally run the streets. They're going to be bringing it back home to their parents, their, their siblings. Little siblings and shit, they, yeah. You know, a lot of them live with their, their grandparents or older older individuals with health issues already. So, And these kids, they don't, they don't have a concept of, you know, responsibility or, you know, not bringing something home like that. So right. running the streets is their life. Yeah, and they, don't, they really don't give a fuck, to be honest with you. <laughs> I ain't saying that they should or shouldn't, but they don't. Just in case y'all was thinking they did, these... These young motherfuckers, they really don't believe 
And and it just go back to something we was talking about a couple podcasts ago. They don't got the same level of respect or nothing. You know what I mean? Because the thing is, I would have respected the fact, hey, man, let me calm down and chill just on the strength that I don't want to affect nobody else. It's right. like nowadays, you know, the kids that came after us or, you know, a couple generations after us, they really don't have that same mentality about trying to look out for your fellow man. It's like, well, fuck. I don't give a fuck. What y'all gonna do to me? Fuck. <laughs> like, all right, okay. And that's exactly what it comes down to for them. So, you know, we gotta do our best to try to guide as much as we can in those in those areas with those kids that we have access to, anyways. Right. Whether it be our kids or our nephews and nieces or whatever. So right. I mean, keeping up on on in that way. But I know as far as work wise, man, I already know the kids that I work with, they ain't trying to hear none of that. <laughs> for real? Man, stay in the house, they're like, yeah, all right. Well, see, catch <laughs> yeah, me outside. Catch me outside. In the outside. <laughs> so they ain't trying to hear none of it, which I, I get. I mean, we was young once. We weren't trying to stay in the house either, you know, and more so today. But that, that only affects people that are extroverts like ourselves. Right. And the introverts, like you said, there's some people we know right now, they don't, they live like, they've been living like this, like COVID been around since they was young. <laughs> Y'all old, y'all, y'all late, y'all niggas late. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the real, they're like, man, I've been an introvert. What the, what does that mean? <laughs> right, no, COVID, no. COVID, who? Right. I am COVID. Right, I've been COVID, dog. <laughs> nah, but man, shit, I mean, I get it, man. I, I get, I get it, man. And really, one of the things that I look at is just the the ability to be able to do stuff like this, man. You know, take advantage. If you can't go outside, if you're going to be more sequestered than you have been, do something productive with it. Do a podcast or, or you know, start on that book you always wanted to write or, or, or like you said, get in a studio or write some shit, write, write some bars or whatever. Don't, don't, don't look at it as like it's the end of the world. You know, utilize yeah. the time that's being laid before us as an opportunity to really do some shit, you know what I mean, and get some things accomplished that you wanted to do. For sure, like there's no, and what it's doing is it's taking away everybody's excuses that they normally have. Right now, you ain't have time, or you don't, you ain't know what it. Nah, it's it's right here in front of your face. You just gotta take advantage of it. So, but you know, people are finding an excuse not to do what they need to be doing anyway. So we already know that, but um, you, that ain't nothing new to us. We've been we've been around this game for too long to understand that that ain't gonna happen. So. Yeah, I mean, hey man, what you uh, you been watching the uh, basketball at all? Yeah, man, I be fucking with the uh, with the playoffs, man, and and really to me, damn, what happened to your Bucks, bro? <laughs> I was about to say when, when when them dudes lost when them dudes lost their first playoff game to the Orlando freaking Magic, I already knew it wasn't gonna be nothing sweet for them, man. And then you know, dude hurt his little ankle or whatever, so you know, I mean, but, without him, it really ain't <clears throat> too much smoke. But, Let me um, tell you something. If first of all, any any player that has the appearance as Jimmy Butler has right now, you are destined to win. Yeah, gang member. <laughs> Whoop your ass. He looked like he'll you, win if it, you want to. It looked like he'll dive on the floor face first. <laughs> like any loose ball. <laughs> Jimmy yeah. Butler looked like four homeless motherfuckers. <laughs> I look over. Oh, you know, look like they revoked all his contracts. Goddamn, we want all our money back until you. Man, what can I say about Jimmy Butler's face that has not been said about Afghanistan? Look <laughs> <laughs> bombed out and defeated. <laughs> I was like, shit. I was like, damn. When I saw him, I was like, you know how you see somebody, you're like, 
damn, that nigga come for war. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, nah, it be them niggas you don't want to fight. Like, it's certain people, you're like, man, if we got to fight him, we got to fight him. You see Jimmy Butler come up with him, you're like, nah, dog, maybe we should just take <laughs> the <this> route. <laughs> Turn up. Man, man. Hey, when I saw him, I said, man, he got that any means but necessary look. <laughs> he was playing like that in game one and two. He was letting the Bucks have it. I was looking at the motherfucker like, y'all, is y'all going to at least pinch the nigga? <laughs> And then, and then, just chill. Like I already showed y'all, <laughs> right. and they still won four to one. I was like, "Yeah, he on some business right now." Right. He came out busting ass, and then the last couple games, like you said, he was on cruise control. He was letting a little white boy Tyler Hero them fucking him up. <laughs> but, um, so I'm, I'm looking at it from the perspective of like, man, it's either gonna be the Lakers, Clippers. Uh, coming out in the West, and I think it's going to be between, you know what I'm saying, I I think, I, yeah, man, Boston tough too, though. I ain't going to sleep like, on I feel that. like it got to be Boston. I feel like I feel like they're going to dethrone the Raptors this year just because they don't got that same, they don't got, well, for one, they ain't got Kawhi, but they ain't got that same just definitive defense they used to have last year. Like, their defense was so smothering last year. Like, when they were playing the Sixers, they made Ben Simmons them look like college players again and shit. I was yeah, like, but I, I you know what? I didn't think they was going to return to the playoffs, period, though. So, I was sleep on them <laughs> just in general. So, I'm looking at them like, y'all lost Kawhi. It's over for y'all, buddy. Y'all I swear, go, I go fishing. Go call Charles Barkley and get y'all some fishing gear. But, I mean, so they, they surprised me. So, I mean, they're a resilient group. And they ball out, and they got some pieces on there that, like, man, I don't know why everybody keeps sleeping on Van Bleak, whatever his name is. Fred Van Bleak, but, yeah. Bruh be balling, man. For it to be a little light-skinned nigga, he do be man, getting this, scrappy with it, too. Hey, this the last year they're going to sleep on Buddy, though, because they slept on the last two years. Even I was like, hey, come on, man, that's going to be a fluke. He ain't going to do that again next year. He doing it again. He out there balling right now. He's definitely standing out amongst his peers right now, so. I'm gonna get that man his props right now. What they do because he, he definitely balling out. But uh, yeah, the playoffs. You know, what I'm saying it's something to something to watch. I ain't really got into it like I normally do. Like I said, it's my belief that anybody that win this championship is they're gonna have an asterisk next to that shit because 2020 is the asterisk year. They got, so, man, they got to, bro. You, you mean to tell me y'all y'all ain't playing with no fans? Home field advantage is a motherfucker in a lot of these places, man. You know, as far right. as like. I know when uh when Golden State was winning their motherfucking championships, they were saying that's the loudest stadium in the world and shit and all kinds of shit. So that home home field uh, home court advantage a lot of times was playing a, a big part in motherfucking success or loss ratio. So I mean I don't want to hear nothing but y'all motherfuckers saying yeah y'all beat motherfuckers in front of cameras. There <laughs> wasn't no fans jeering y'all like how Spike Lee used to be at motherfuckers when they was playing in Madison Madison Square Garden. You know what I mean? Shit is fine bitches in the, in the stands watching you, motivating you. You trying to show off and shit. Ain't none of that happening. Right. And so, I, like I said, I think it's going to be an Ashes year. Like, I don't care what nobody says going down as an Ashes. Like, you, yeah, you can win. I mean, you're going to have credit for it. You're going to have a trophy. You're going to have whatever you got. But at the end of the day, to me, it's going to be an Ashes on it. And that goes the same with baseball and football. Like, so any sport, if you win this year, it's going to be ashes attached to it. Yeah. So, I mean, for me personally, with sports, I'm glad it's back. So, it gives some people something to watch. At least, you know what I'm saying? Because without sports, you know the world is going crazy a little Man. bit. You That's know the world crazy when there ain't no sports playing. So, I mean, I'm glad it's back. You know, I hope football can make it at least halfway through the season without it uh, shutting down. I don't see how they're going to do it. But, 
Me either. That's going to be a challenge, man. I don't see how they're going to complete the football season. As soon as the nigga get tackled and a little bit of spit come out, if he got COVID, it's over with. It will, and that's the thing, because it's going to spread so fast. And so, like, if one person on your team got it, you know how hard it's going to be a, be to say, oh, only one person got it. Come on, man. No, dog. Y'all don't <laughs> like, shower and everything. You know what <laughs> Y'all in close proximity with each other all day, every day, like practicing and all that. And you telling me only one person got it? Yeah, all right. <laughs> right, right, right. Fuck out of He just ain't get tested. That's the difference. <laughs> he skipped the right. test. No, nah, but the, the most definitely. But I'm glad it's back. But it, it, that's going to Yo. You there? Yeah. Like I was saying, man, the, the thing that sparked my interest was this situation going on right now that's got the internet buzzing. Yeah, it's so so you come out and Candace Owens. Yeah, so what they talking about? I saw it, but I didn't really look into it. What they talking about, about? It's pretty much Cardi B is, you know, expressing herself and using her platform, you know, for the vote and talking politics. Oh, she man. sat down with she sat down with Biden, which is it's a political play. We already know how politics work. Right. But right. Candace old thumb on the forehead head ass <laughs> uh, decided to make some comments about how Cardi B ain't smart and how she illiterate and how she being used by oh, Derek, blah blah and this and that and that. But then Cardi B Cardi B was snapping back at her like Jay, who are you talking to? You being used by white men too? Like, what? You, what are you talking about? Right. So it just worked up a good conversation of you got one black person that's been known to deface everything that you've ever known about black people. Right. I don't think I've ever heard her say anything positive can consistently about black people. Oh no, it's always some bullshit. It, it's, it's always clickbait with her and everything else and. You would if if I didn't know better, I would just assume that she was a, a white supremacist. Right. But right. you know, obviously I do know better, but we all we also know people that's like that. And teach them that I right, rock that way, but don't you try to convince me otherwise of, of how I'm thinking it, it's wrong because because you said so. Fuck right. out of here. Right. But anyway, it was just an interesting debate to see that Cardi B was self made. You know, she come from her background, whatever background it may be. Yeah, sometimes she don't speak the best, and sometimes she do, she be saying some foolishness. But at the end of the day, what she did for herself and how she did it, I ain't got no qualms about that at all. No, like, I, being, I don't, man. Being there, you, like, and pushing up. At the end of the day, man, you got to own your shit. You got to own, <clears throat> I mean, because at the end of the day, Cardi B is, is a character. Cardi B is a, is a, is a personality. And you know, there's a million motherfuckers that wanted to be her that couldn't pull it off quite as well. I've seen motherfuckers right. try to act like Cardi B and try to bring all... They tried to bring Ratchet to life. She did it best. And now motherfuckers can't... Motherfuckers are salty about it. That ain't our fault. <laughs> no, no. And, that, and and my thing with the whole Candace Owens thing is what credibility do you have amongst black people? Right. I swear, if you listen to her talk, bro, you would, you would assume that she has a huge black following, and I highly doubt it. She don't even like black people. She black. She don't like black motherfuckers. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The only people that's probably following her is Republicans, right? 
and and that's it. And, and anybody else, I've never heard anybody that I've known with any kind of common sense or common decency that said they rock with her. Right. I ain't right. heard nobody say it. The only people that I heard that, that say and use Candace Owens all the time, not going to lie to you, the main group that use her as a reference point all the time is racist whites. <laughs> no, that's her biggest just, just that's ask her just ask Candace, but, oh, I don't want to ask her. I don't like her. I don't take her right. word for shit. <laughs> Leo, why come you can't be like Candace? Trick, right. right? But they don't realize that that's correlated back to slavery, too. Like I said, that's the that's the Porsche Negro syndrome, ain't it? Yeah, it is. Just be, just be close and be nice and do and represent for Massa and make Massa look good. And Massa yeah, and all his crew <laughs> love you. Your people might not mess with you, but then you'll just say that they stupid and they don't know no better. Exactly. But you smarter because you with us now. Oh, wow. okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. I see how this works. But, you know, she getting the bag from what she sold her soul. Yeah. And at the end of the day, she going to have to reap what she sold with all this stuff that she's doing right now. So I, I think karma's going to come back to her big time. I don't know how and when it's going to come back. Please believe she's not going to be able to put out this negative energy in the world. And ain't no none of it going to come back. Right. I ain't none of that. It's, come, it's definitely going to come back. So at the end of the day, it just it was just interesting to see her point of view is on on how basically she just degraded Cardi B the entire time. Didn't give her no credit, then then uh, then then big upper and none of that. But then she go back and insult black people for having self hate. Huh? That's right. Everything That's right. she say is she just a, the biggest hypocrite I've been seeing in a long time, man. Like even her telling Cardi B that she's being used politically. Is being you, right? <laughs> like you are being used politically by Republicans. You you do know that, right? <laughs> right. So I mean, if, and if you yeah. own that, if you fine with that, cool. But don't try to act like it ain't happening. God right. And then just to say somebody else, that's just like me talking to you about something, and the same thing happened to me. But I'm just gonna talk about you, like it, like it's it's like it ain't happening. You doing it. <laughs> it's only it's only bad because you doing it. But if I'm doing it, it's it's decent. But if you doing it, it's horrible. Like what's the difference? <laughs> so I just thought, I just thought it was, man, it ain't. I mean, I don't really want to get into it in detail into it. I just thought it was interesting just to hear the, you know, what I'm saying hypocrisy of the whole situation. But it was funny that it was Cardi being Candace on because you got two individuals going at it, obviously from two opposite ends of the spectrum, right? Two totally right. different skill sets, but each one in their own rights got their own little cult following. You know what I mean? So. It was just interesting to see that and, and read some of the comments because people would be losing their mind in the comments. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. <laughs> and, you know, you like I said, at the end of the day, everybody got their opinion, but uh, you just got to look into things, man, and pay attention. And, and if you know, you know, like they said. <laughs> hey, you, and that's the thing, man. You know, and, and you got to take everything with a grain of salt. You know, like you said, even when they started telling us all the information about COVID-19 when it first came out, you know, you still have to take you know, decide for yourself what I'm going to take, what I'm going to keep, what I'm going to throw away and be like, that's some bullshit. It's the same thing with everything else, man, because, you know, right now they got motherfuckers calling the crib. Hey, make sure you vote for Joe Biden. You're a Democrat, right? And da, da, da. You know what I mean? It's like, if I really, if, I, if I'm going to vote for somebody, you calling me on my phone ain't going to influence me one way or another. Right. You know, I clearly already made up my, my mind or I have an idea of who I want to vote for unless some drastic change or shit, shit like that, but it's just crazy to see the effort and the time and energy they put into really trying to sway your vote and sway your decisions on everything, man. So it, it, it's just, 
You know, it's it's sometimes to make our own decisions, but you got to be informed as well. You know what I think that's a testament to? They really got they really got studies out here, and they really understand that the majority of people are for real ignorant, bro. Mm-hmm. They, they got the information, they got the studies, and they got they got all the analytics that they need to prove that people are that easily swayed. And that's yep. that's the mode we got to get out of as a people to say like that we that easily swayed to believe whatever it is that everybody tells. Like I said before, like. At the end of the day, if you really ask me, I wish we had our own kind of political party. And I don't want to rock with Democrats. I don't want to rock with Republicans. We need our own party. You know what right. I mean? That's been talked about before in the past. We've just been able to put it together. But the thing is for me is that at the end of the day, neither one of y'all get a pass, Republicans or Democrats. Yeah. Because all both parties have been detrimental to our people in general. So. Exactly. It ain't no points that people can point back and say, oh, no, that was the Democrats. Now nah, it was all of you. <laughs> it was Democrats and Republicans. So at the end of the day, that's why I had to come. My buddy was asking me about it because he's a mad Republican. He think I'm super Democrat. I'm like, nah, man. I said, I hold everybody accountable. I hold man. everybody accountable. Across the board, everybody's accountable. So guess what? They ain't, they ain't getting left out. Democrats, I know what they did. Bill Clinton, you know what I'm saying? Crime Bill, his wife, you know, Barack not getting in there doing what we thought he was going to do and not doing as much for the people that he could. Everybody, everybody getting it. Trump, it, it don't matter. Everybody in there. Right. And they, what what president can we name that said they don't belong to be on that list of what they done done that was detrimental to our people? I'll wait. I don't, right. I don't remember one that did everything or did something the right way that we can be like, oh, yeah, for sure. Because in the meanwhile, <laughs> while in the in the, I mean, from the looks of things, it, it appeared to be that they was helping us out, but in the background, they was doing things to contradict that themselves. Whether they was owning slaves or raping slaves or doing whatever, having mixed babies with people that were forcefully, but then in the forefront talking about equal injustice for all. Yeah, because everybody was doing their share of dirt, man. And I think sometimes I get lost in the shuffle, man, motherfuckers really forget that we ain't never really had you know no no equal or no no equal representation or none of that type of shit so yeah. I mean they can say I, I, I ain't amped up about nobody about no party and really no politician in general really because by the time you get to that level you had to have done some dirt otherwise you would still be a sinner <laughs> and, and not even that so we already know that it's, it's built on you being able to lie to people and be smooth about getting what you want from the people, which is they vote. Right. And being likable and smart enough to sway that vote your way. Right. We know that. We know that. We know politicians. And when you start talking about politicians, the majority of them, is there any true politicians? I don't know. But I can say for sure that the majority of them, crooked. Oh, yeah. And that's the majority. If there's some if there's some righteous ones within the bunch, please believe the rest of the politicians hate those individuals. Yeah, and that's why they can't ever get to president level. That's why no. they can't ever get to you know high level because you gotta have a certain amount of you know motherfuckers backing you and talking and helping you along the way. And if you that righteous, they ain't they ain't fuck with you. And it's sorry to say it's sad to say that, but that's just like and that's just the, and that's that's always been the, that's always been the move. In politics, so 
you know, we, we get that and we understand it, but at, at, man, we can't express enough that we definitely need to get our people out here and get this boat rocking and take right. care of that business. And then after this year, man, we, we definitely got to figure out something different because right now we giving our boat away for little or nothing. Right. And we got to stop that. And we got to figure out a way to make our boat count for us. And we've been talking about it for a long time, but we still haven't came up with something that's, you know, saying prove positive and say that this this will be effective. So right now we know us giving them their boat. It, yeah, we've been doing that. You know what I mean? But they ain't really earned it the way they're supposed to. And ain't nobody got nothing lined up to where they can say specifically what they're going to do for, for black people. And he, obviously... Every time that question is asked, they skate around it by saying they go, well, for people of color or I'm going to do this for, you know, minorities or the disadvantaged. Like, no, 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 no. I said black. <laughs> I said black people. What are you doing for black people? Right? right. Because right. at the end of the day, like, there's a narrative that they keep trying to push that a lot of us, if you if you're paying attention, you notice it. Anytime you start talking about something black, man, it's either, oh, y'all, here we go. Like, yeah, here we go again. Yeah. We got to keep talking about about this because obviously y'all ain't been listening. Right. Don't listen. We haven't got it. And y'all still doing some of the same stuff y'all was doing to us back then. Now. Right. So I don't understand what's the confusion. (laughs) Right. What's the confusion? Just just because y'all wearing blue when y'all kicking us in the ass. Don't make it no different when y'all was wearing white hood. Y'all still doing the same shit, dog. Like, and, 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 and then they get mad because we recognize it. Ah, oh, y'all still talking about that? Yes, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yes, we is. And then, and that and that's a guilty conscience. At the end of the day, you know, and most individuals know that you've been doing wrong and you've been getting away with it so long. How dare us confront you? Bring it up now. How <laughs> dare us confront you about it? So and, and because that old shit is relevant to what's going on now, right? I mean, and that's just the way it is. And th- th- this can Steve Jobs create an iPhone five through ten if he didn't quirk out the problems in iPhone one, right? If he right. didn't figure out the things that he need to figure out with the iPhone, there would be no iPhone ten. There wouldn't be no upgrade. There is no upgrade if you don't figure out the kinks. In the first, in the beginning, right? You never figure out the kinks, and then here we are later on in life, and still struggling with things. And you're saying, "Well, it should be worked out." No, the kinks never got figured out. <laughs> Y'all just kept treading along. How do you along. expect us to upgrade to the level that you guys are at? Because that's the that's what they keep spewing out. Well, you guys have the same ability to do what we do. Come on, man. Like if you if you dumb and you believe that, I guess go ahead. But we smart enough to know that at some point, if we run in a four hundred meter race and y'all got a four hundred meter head start, there's <laughs> no way Ain't no we can up, compete. We can't compete. Right. The only way the the only thing you can do at that point is to try to restart or reset. And we'll fucking clock on some things the best way you can, because you can't turn back the hands of time, but you can correct some things that are correctable. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Correct the things that are correctable. I don't expect this to be a perfect world. Nobody will. We'll no. never get a perfect world. No. But at the same time, there's very correctable things and very correctable act- actions that's still taking place 
that, like you said, have been happening since the beginning, since we got here. Yeah. You know, so. And then, you know, when you oppress the people and continuously oppress the people and constantly put hurdles in their way and put them in environments to where they're not set up to thrive and then say, look, they're not thriving. <laughs> you <Right>. think <laughs> those environments are set up to be that way. If you put anybody in that kind of environment, you will see those kind of results. It yeah. ain't just with us. You put anybody in those environments and you'll see those same results. Unfortunately, unfortunately, everybody hasn't had the opportunity to experience that as long as we have. Nobody. There's no other race that has continuously had to experience that as much as we have. Right. So now they're right. looking and they're pointing at everybody else. What about this individual? What about these people? What about these people? And I'm like, man, I I get that y'all y'all dog them too. Because that's, <laughs> that's pretty much what the argument comes out to. And when you start talking about it, it's kind of like, well, we shitted on them too. Look at them. Yeah, why, why, why they ain't man? <laughs> look at them. Yeah, we fucked them over too, but look at them. <laughs> and see, like, this, you know and that's see, this the, the thing I don't think a lot of people understand, though, is that a lot of the people, other than the Native Americans, a lot of the people that was really fucked up was either brought here or they came on their own fruition hoping that things would be better. Like, like if you look at the, the, the Mexican-Americans and the folks that came here from the southern part, you know, uh, of, of North America. Mm -hmm. This motherfucker's right now swimming and, and, and dodging bullets and all type of shit to come to this motherfucker. Right. Because they they don't have to deal with what we had to deal with when we was brought to this motherfucker. If they knew they was going to come over here and get their backs whipped and fed to the animals and shit like that when you did summer, you think the motherfuckers be trying to break in America? They ain't trying to break in this motherfucker, dog. <laughs> so, so fuck what they talk about. Oh, they went through something too. Yeah, they probably did, but they came over here. They they voluntarily jumped the wall or did whatever. Or they came on the boat from Europe. They came on purpose. Y'all drug us here and tricked us to get us here and then beat the shit out of us when we got off the boat. Y'all think we supposed to be cool with that shit? <laughs> I don't get it. Never. And, and, and that's the thing. So, like, if, if and I, I'm glad I'm able to, to see it for what it is. And I'm, I'm educated enough to know the history, how it affects our people, and how generational trauma is a real thing. And that never comes up. I never hear anybody that says slavery is over with or why y'all should talk about that. I never heard them mention generational trauma and what right. that does to a people. Like I right. said, how long does it take for you to abuse and do the things that you've done to us as a people? How long does it take for your people to get over that? We got studies right now to where we can find one generation prior to this generation that has effects from something that their parents did that'll affect them for the rest of their life. So you telling me you got studies for that, but you think the effects of slavery and the constant oppression that our people had has no effect on us at all? And we're supposed to be like, no, I'll just shake it off. <laughs> what? Right. I mean, and it's crazy because it's almost like an evolution of racism. Like, like if you if you want if you ever wonder why a giraffe neck is as long as it is right now, because when they when giraffes first was on the planet, they didn't have long necks, but the food and the particular type of plant that they like to eat was right. high. It was over, it was above their head. They 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 had to jump and try to reach and get it and stretch their neck. Over time they evolved. Their necks wasn't always that long. 
So right. we've seen racism evolve so crazy now to where it's almost point where like, what, what, what you mean we ain't supposed to be racist? That we've been racist our whole life and, and y'all been surviving and y'all been doing good. Why we can't be racist no more? Well, because you know it's running its course. It's time to come to the end. Oh, yeah. then why now though? You know that's that's basically what the questions is like. Pretty like, much. Like like America ain't good enough for y'all the way it is. No, it's not, man. Why not? Well, well, it's just not. You know what I mean? You don't go to the store and buy shit that you don't like and, and buy clothes you can't fit. So why we gotta accept the country that ain't working for us? I don't understand that. I don't understand why the question is even being asked or 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 or, or, or what the misconception is. I, I really don't understand. What's the problem? All we asking for was for clothes to fit. <laughs> regular, regular stuff and regular things that we're asking for that most people just take for granted that they got already that we've never been able to achieve in this so-called great place to live in. Now, it, it, there, there's some pros and cons everywhere. Like, yes, there, we got a lot of pros here in America. We also got a lot of cons. So the problem is right now, a lot of people want to talk about all the pros and not talk about the cons. And that, like, that's what we're supposed to listen to. I ain't listening to that, man, first of all. I don't need to know none of your studies. I don't need to understand every aspect of everything. I don't need to know any of that. Common sense tells me that something about this isn't right. Right, right. Simple and plain. Something about this isn't right. And you can't dismiss me on the fact that you're saying, well, you don't know these numbers. I don't need to know those numbers. I know that that's not right. Right, exactly. Wrong is wrong, right is right. If you just look at it from that aspect of things, even if you kept it basic, it's still wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's all wrong. And even when you start getting into the complicated issues that we face and start talking about numbers, that's all wrong too. Because we know what the numbers look like. Every time they put some numbers out, we're on the bottom. Right. Or if it's something negative, the top. <laughs> <laughs> Depending yeah. on how they play with the numbers. But see, that right. you got to be a numbers person to know that. Right. It can be either or. It, it, it depends on which one benefits their narrative. If it's to help them out, they'll try to put it on the bottom like, oh, no, enough of y'all ain't dealing with that, really. Right? That's crazy. But if it's something to go against us, then they'll put us at the top. Right. Crime, whatever it may be. They favor one. Black on black crime. Really? <laughs> who made that up? <laughs> right. Tell me who, who created who, that. Who in, who in the hood? Who in the hood counts? Because who? the thing is, the hood don't talk. We ain't telling on each other, even when motherfuckers kill people, whether it's good or bad. Motherfuckers <laughs> just don't be telling. So who? Where they getting these numbers from? Whatever numbers they got is skewed and mis and misinformed. Because half these motherfuckers ain't telling when they should tell. You can see your motherfucking cousin get shot, but the hood say you can't say nothing. So now. They'll never find his murderer. We don't even know who killed famous motherfuckers. How the fuck we gonna know who killed regular average Joes that live in the hood? We still don't know who killed Tupac and Biggie. <laughs> and, there, and, there, and there is no rush on figuring it out. Because guess what? If if that would have been a police officer or two police officers, they would have had those individuals in cuffs within, you know, a year. A day or two. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. A year is pushing it, but you know, like you said, like ASAP, immediately, <laughs> right? They would have been in cuffs. So we already know that it's injustice that continues to happen to our people across the United States, and we need to get to the bottom of it, and we need to keep pushing forward. Like again, 
Shout out to all the people that's on the front line. Shout out to everybody that's hustling. Shout out to everybody that's 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 paying attention and following what you need to be following and, and educating other people and helping other people understand what's going on in the world. That's all we can do is pass knowledge and, and be informed. So keep up, keep up the good work for all my people that's fighting a good fight. For everybody else that ain't paying attention and paying attention to the wrong thing, I don't know what to tell you, but it, it eventually it'll catch up to you. Right. You'll you'll join the fight one way or the other. Because yeah, at some point it's gonna come knocking at your day. It's gonna come yeah. knocking at your door. So 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 to uh, to turn the corner real quick, man, and, and hit another subject real quick, man. Uh, so earlier this month, the kids have gone back to school, whether virtually or whatever, man. But for the kids, is really going to school virtually, man. I really even don't think the world was prepared for what this shit was going to look like. I'm talking about you supposed to be on camera in front of your teacher all day without bullshitting. Like, you know how much we used to bullshit in the back of the class and between classes and shit like that? You mean to tell me they taking away all the bullshit and expect them kids to be all business in this generation? I don't know, dog. They have, I guess, a hell of a challenge because I know my kids, they be sitting in the bed and shit. <laughs> How the fuck you gonna get a, a full education and you sitting in the bed with the computer on your lap? God damn it, get up. Hey, and, and they don't have it figured out yet. I know the school districts that I work with that I had close relationship with here in Eau Claire, they don't have it all figured out yet. Nobody was prepared for this, man. So they just winging it right now and they're trying to come up with the best plan that they can. Because right. what's gonna work? And I don't think anybody has a good idea of what's really gonna work with these kids right now. So Everybody's struggling, which rightfully so. Nobody like again, nobody was prepared for this. But right. at some point, it's gonna come to fruition. Like either I think it'll probably happen before halfway through the the school semester. They're gonna start realizing that there's some kids that they didn't think about that they're gonna have to iron out, or if a few kids get sick, how they quarantine. And I I, I believe that before half before the school year is over with. And probably before the semester's over with, it'll probably be all virtual. You think so? I I, I definitely think so, man. Because I because for me personally, I think it comes down to a liability situation. No school yeah. wants to be involved in knowing that there was a possibility that they were creating an unsafe environment and an unhealthy environment, right. and it continued to go regardless. I don't think nobody want to deal with that. So I think at the end of the day, if, if a few kids get sick, why they at school again? How do you say it was only two kids? Yeah. And then how do you say now the rest of those kids in that classroom, everybody else got to go get tested. <laughs> now, you, <laughs> now you think about the rest of those kids that was in that classroom. Now we got to start breaking it down as far as social class. Like, Who's going to be able to afford to go get the test? Who can who going to go get the test? Right. Who has transportation to go get the test? Who's going to be able to take off work to go get the test? Who may or may not have the certain insurance they can give you the test without an additional cost? All that so type of shit. It's going to be things that play into it that we haven't even thought about yet. So we already know that a lot of the kids at the school, their parents don't have the resources to access those those things. So now what? So what do you tell them? Take off work again to go get him tested again. 
Because how many times do you have to be exposed? And how many times you got to go say, your kid was in a classroom with a kid that tested positive for COVID. Go get your son tested again. Again. How many take off a day? Take off a day from work when you just got back to work because everybody was fucking quarantined. <laughs> right. So I just believe it's going to cause a lot of problems. And again, just things that hasn't come up yet, but it will eventually at some point. And when it does, it's going to be a big problem. Right. It's going to be a big problem. So I don't know how they're going to do it. I just think it's going to be an issue in this COVID situation is yet to be seen what the results will be overall. I think it's it's not done yet. And we ain't seen the worst results from COVID yet as far as deaths. I think the deaths going to continue to climb. I also think that information will continue to leak out about how serious it really, really is. Right. How it's affecting everybody. I think the information will get leaked somewhere or the other because if we expecting uh, old boy to tell us the truth, <laughs> we're in trouble. Yeah, that, ain't, that, ain't, that ain't his thing. I've never seen the truth, never, the truth ain't his jam. <laughs> we've seen liars in political office all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that's why I can't spot it. I get that. I get I've, that. I've never in my life, and this is what I don't understand at all for anybody that supports old boy. I'm not giving him the credit of the day. I've never seen somebody lie publicly and just blatantly lie about stuff in front of everybody's face when there's facts to prove otherwise. Or you just said the opposite two minutes ago. So what you said. <laughs> You you contradict your damn self. <laughs> we like, how do you do that? Like, I, I've never heard that. Name enough. I've never saw a politician fumble the way he does on his words, and then another politician that lot like blatantly lies like that, just out in the open. And then Most not politicians only actually practice what the fuck they gonna say before they say it. Most politicians got a person in their cabinet that makes sure that they don't go outside and look like a motherfucking donkey. Most politicians do. Right. Unfortunately for Donald Trump, he's he he. One thing he did tell the truth about that he ain't never lied about. He ain't no politician. He's nope. like I ain't a politician. I'm a businessman. Because of that, we get to see all of his faults and all of his flaws. He needs to stop bragging about that shit and go get some help. And 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 this <laughs> is the thing. Like, when, when you lead by fear, this is the problem though. And this is why I know he leads by fear. You got people that's on your team that should be correcting you and helping you through these situations. And instead, they're, they're so scared right. that they double down on your lie. All they, they know is like, and it's proof out there that you lying. And they double down on it. So I've never seen somebody do the things or say the things that he's doing in office right now. And it ain't that ain't the part that scares me the most. The part that scares me the most is that. That, that's a new standard. Now, yeah, that's a new yeah. standard now. Not everybody can do it now. They're so, so now it. we're not far from a, a president getting into office and just playing out being like, "Look, nigger, we don't need your vote. We don't like you. We don't want you." No, I mean, no if, if if he wins again, if he wins again, they're gonna be that close to saying it. They're gonna be like, "Well, look, we won without y'all, niggas." So. Fuck y'all anyway. Oh, shit. It's like that? that? Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and and we're on our way to it right now. He didn't came close to saying, if not, being a part of rhetoric that sounds very close to it, if not exactly the same. 
So <laughs> at, at this point, it's like, what what do you do, man? Like that scares me. That at the end of the day, people are and and, it, and it's enough people that's rocking with him, that's covering <laughs> for him, that's saying that that's okay. Well, the problem is he don't have a problem with it because he's still getting votes. If he showed any kind of decline in the polls or or people start showing a little bit of balls, like man, we're not gonna vote for nobody to act like that, whether whether we Republican or not. It's a thing. It's a thing called right, and it's a thing called not 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 right. Ain't right. enough people saying that, so he like fuck it. I'm gonna say what the fuck I want to say. Y'all still vote for me anyway. He shouldn't be nowhere in the prior primaries. He should be just totally lost. But shit, he damn near keeping up, talking crazy and lying and doing all kinds of shit. So. I mean, I ain't surprised. I ain't surprised. This is America, bro. This country was founded on this type of shit. Oh, I absolutely. Don't lie and act like I'm surprised. And 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 we shouldn't be, but it's our job to continue to call it out and express our opinions on on the situations and spread this knowledge as much as we can. For and like I said, to everybody, to each town, you have your own opinion about whatever you need, but get your facts straight. Talk about what you know, and uh, what I know for sure, nobody can address me about is my experience in America and what I experienced as a black man in America. You can't talk to me about that. Right. Whatever you're talking about, you can't talk to me about none of that. Because you ain't done. So, and and I'm not talking about your experience. I'm talking about mine. <laughs> so you can't confront me about something that I'm experiencing in America. So. I know that's going to stand true for us, and that's going to, that needs to stand true for all of our people that's experiencing things in a way that's detrimental to our people. And, then you you know, you get your, your individuals out there that are saying that they don't experience racism and that they're living great and they love this country and all this other jazz. And, I mean, I wish that was that way for everybody, man. Yeah, and that's great. I ain't mad. I'm, I'm happy for those individuals. If that's a part of your life, a part of America that you know, I love it. I'm not here to argue with you about it. You know, and not at all. And take pride in it. But you're not going to sit and speak for, for yeah, me. That ain't me. That ain't my for, or for the majority of black people because you got that experience. I mean, we could. If, obviously, if we wanted to, we could speak to that experience. Oh, yeah, and say, oh, yeah we can talk some shit. We, we had could. some very we good could. experiences. We yeah, had we... Some, some, some shit happen in our lives that most people ain't going to see, but at the end of the day, that don't make it right for me to try to damn the fact that this bullshit is happening. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I, I guarantee you that we're going to continue to speak from a perspective that's that's more helpful to our people than it is detrimental. So, Nah, man, you're 100% right, man. And it's just funny, man, as I'm over here, you know, politicking, I'm doing a little bit of work on the computer and shit, trying to get some things finished up. But you know, I'm sipping on this, sipping on this drink, man. And I think, I think sometimes the importance of having some type of way to relax, man. And I'm not saying everybody should drink, because some people meditate, some people read, some people work out to relax. We got to find a way to relax in this thing, man. Because at the end of the day, the last thing we need to do is get worked up to a point where we're not functioning properly for our family or for ourselves. Or, or for whoever, because we still got to be in top notch. Whether Donald Trump or old boy, as you call him, whether he win the next election or not, guess what? We still got to be outstanding men and outstanding women. We still got to do whatever the fuck we got to do. And the only way to be the best you is to find a way to relax, man. You got to take the edge off. You know, you got to understand it. You can't just be amped up and mad 100% of the time. You can't be ultra focused 100% of the time. You got to be able to relax 
blow some steam off, man, because at the end of the day, we still human. We're not robots. We can express our emotions and express our compassion and things like that because we're human. You know, but when you lose that human that human element, you start to become inhuman. And that's what they always wanted to say about black motherfuckers that we was inhuman or, or, or too strong to be human or too fast to be human or just we was like something else. You know, right. they even got to go as far as saying we was two fifths of a man or three fifths of a man or some shit like that early on. But just remembering that you got to relax, man. Take some steam off. Take a load off. You know, part of the reason why we do this podcast is so we can, you know, voice our opinions and get some of this, get some of this information out, man. Get some of this communication out by test because that's another way for me to relax is to communicate. One thousand, and I, I mean high percentage. Like I, I definitely believe that there needs to be a balance for however hard you go with one aspect of your life, you need to go as hard with the relaxation and taking care of yourself, whether it be physical health or mental health, like we talked about earlier. You definitely need to balance it out and you need to take care of yourself because you can't give something you don't have. Exactly. So you can't put 100% in something you don't have. If you don't have 100%, you can't put 100% in. So, you know, junk in, junk out. Plain and simple. You don't take care of yourself, it will be nothing to give. I know a lot of people assume that, no, I can give 100. If you don't have 100, how can you give 100? <laughs> right. That never made sense to me. I don't understand where people get that from, especially when it comes to the aspect of parenting. I always talk to parents about how can you give your child 100% and you running on fumes? Yeah. You barely, you barely make it, you know? And, and ain't so, no wrong with that. I know we all got to go above and beyond, but like you said, how can you feel something? How can you provide something that you don't physically have possession of? So, so 100% of two, if that's your if that's your thinking, <laughs> I'm giving them this 100% of this 2%. Yeah, give your okay. whole two, dog. <laughs> I mean, I guess if that's how you're looking at it, 100%, but I'm talking about giving your kids all that they deserve, which is 100% of you and you being whole or as whole right. as you can. Giving them that much, not just yeah. well, I, I'll I'll suffer and I won't have anything. I'll just give them the two percent I got, so I gave them my all. But that's only two percent. Are you satisfied with that? Right. I'm not satisfied with two percent. That's ridiculous. But it sounds good. But if you, means, if you phrase it like that, exactly, it sounds good. good but <laughs> but that means you're not taking care of yourself, and you can't right. give somebody something that like again, you can't give somebody something you don't have. So. Definitely, there needs to be a balance. I agree. I agree. I agree. High percentage, man. Like, there has to be a balance. Right. Right. I mean, and that's, you know, sometimes I think that's what get lost. You know, that's why I like what we do. You know, we get on here. We talk We talk serious shit, but at the same time, we're going to joke. We're going to have some shit about sports. We're going to have a little bit of shit about music. We're going to have some shit about entertainment in general. We can talk serious, but at the same time, it's about really being able to have that balance, man, and bring both of them. You got to be able to bring everything, man, and mean it and understand it and be able to talk on it. You know, because like I said, I was joking with my kids the other day. You know, y'all niggas know I graduated motherfucker high school damn near 20 years ago. What the hell? Y'all asking me some questions. About it. Right. But, you know, at the end of the day, I still was able to assist them and, and help out with the math, math and things like that because I used to tutor. I used to tutor at the high school they go to. So, you know, fortunately for me and them, I had some recent uh, interactions with the schoolwork and things like that. But shit, you got to understand, a lot of these parents have it. A lot of these parents last time in high school 
was literally 1996, right. <laughs> 1998 or some shit like that, you know? So, I mean, it don't, it don't even matter how long ago it was. Any time away from where you're not using your brain in that aspect, you're going to fall yeah. off. You're, you're gonna not lose using your brain like that. You're going to lose a lot of that. And then there's new formats and there's new things that we, we weren't previously. Yeah, the way they teach, bro, like sometimes ain't even the same. So I mean, so I I get it that it's going to be difficult for for some of the parents to try to help out in those situations, but and that's why I say you need to be a hundred percent to try to give some kind of give back because at least you're going to be kind of whole to try to try to help resolve that issue, whether you can do it yourself or whether you can point them in the direction of where to get it from. You still need to exactly. be somewhat whole in order to do that. So. I definitely think that our people need to definitely stay balanced and stay focused on on the cause, but stay balanced, man. Because if you ain't balanced, it ain't going to matter anyway. Right. It ain't going to matter at the end of the day either way. Hey, bro, you know, think about uh, somebody, bro. I was just looking at a picture of somebody kid that had a messed up haircut. I was just thinking back, like, fam, when was your first messed up haircut, bro? <laughs> <laughs> man, that's crazy. That that one yeah, haircut that brother, just that one that ruined your hair. The one that. haircut that just ruined your entire life. <laughs> it was over, bro. I'm telling you. Um my older brother, man, Logic, man, we, we had got fed up because our dad used to cut our hair. Well, he would come home late sometimes. You know, they were working hard, hard working parents and shit like that. So one day he was like, man, I got to get my hair cut, dog. I ain't trying to wait for that. And he was like, let me try it. I'm like, no, nah, dog. Like, for real, dog. maybe I should just wait for that. <laughs> he said, no, man, we can't just keep wasting our life. He, he gassed me up. He gave me this little motherfucking pep talk motivational speech. I'm like, yeah, man, cut my shit. All I heard was, mm, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. <laughs> my shit was so uneven. I'm like, dog, how you get it uneven? All you gotta do is cut it the same way. All her, he's like, it won't cut the same way. Like, you get your hair, your hair, man. My shit look, I look like one of the little monkey babies out the wild, bro. You know, we had a little, <laughs> you know, we got a little, bit, a little bit of hell in certain sections of their head. Damn, you show with a bow cut, bro. Bro, it wasn't even a bow cut. It was a, it was supposed to be even all around, but my shit looked like. It, my shit was sparse in a bitch, bro. And I, man, I went to school the next day, and it's just so crazy. The chick named Jacinda, man. Everybody thought she was so cool. And she was cool, but me and her had more like a friendship type relationship. So when I show up, she's like, boy, what happened to your head? The whole school look at my shit. And she fine. She one of the popular chicks. So everybody, ah, I'm like, ah, you supposed to be cool, man. <laughs> she was like, what happened to your head? Damn, she came at your smitty. <laughs> that was early in the morning, too. I didn't have my coat off yet, my nigga. So, bro, mine's was, I remember it like it was yesterday, fam. Like, it, it really, it scarred me for a long time. Like, in life, like, it still brings tears to my eyes, bro, when I think about it. Damn. Bro, I was, so, I was crying. Like, I was crying. I was weak, bro. Like, so I'm, so you know, weak. normally, normally my brother cut my hair. But I couldn't get a hold of my brother. So I'm like, dang, tomorrow, the first day of school, you can't go to school without a fresh cut. Right. There's no way I'm going to school without a fresh cut. So my dad's girlfriend at the time was a beautician. So I'm thinking, oh, yeah, she got this. I, 
she cut all the time. She do hair. I'm like, good. How can you lose? She looking at me like I I should have known as soon as she said, "Boy, you know I do hair." I should have right there been like, "Nah." What kind of answer is that? Never mind. So she she sat me down, put the little you know what I'm saying the barber joint around, tied it up, whatever. She's starting to cut my hair, so I'm thinking like, "All right, I think she know what she's doing." She cutting the size like it normally would. You know what I'm saying? Happen when you get your hair cut. But her daughter is in the bathroom while she cut my hair. And the look on her face is telling no. the whole story. Cause she she just dying laughing. And I'm like, what the fuck is she laughing at? I ain't thinking nothing about Damn, she crying. It's tears coming out of her eyes looking at my hair. So I'm thinking like, nah, man, but it don't feel weird. <laughs> then she started getting higher and higher. You know when you cut a bowl cut, it just be like close to your ears, right? But I feel my shit going higher and higher. So now my, your motherfucking temple and shit. Bro, my head getting cold. So I'm thinking like, man, her at this point her daughter can't breathe. So I'm like, what the fuck is she laughing at? So she like, you want to part? I said, yeah, hook me up with a little part on the side because I always get a little part <laughs> in my face. So I'm thinking I got, I, in my mind, I'm imagining right now that I got a, I got a high top one step fade with a part in it. <laughs> That's what I'm imagining in my head. So I'm thinking, I'm looking at the dog like, what you laughing at? I'm about to be fresh as fuck for school. What you laughing at? <laughs> Damn. I stood up and looked in that mirror, bro. <laughs> Bro, she cut a mouse. You know the mouse for the computer? <laughs> a, a mouse-sized patch on the top with hair hanging over that that mouse-sized patch with a part in it. <laughs> I was, bro, I was so sick, bro. Bro, I just started crying immediately as soon as I stopped. Now, mind you, this is my dad's girlfriend. <laughs> And the first thing that came out of my mouth when I looked at it, I was like, man, fuck my hair up, man. <laughs> now, you know you can't be cussing around grown folk when you're a kid. So she looking at me like, how dare you cuss? I'm looking like, bitch, how dare you fuck my shit up? <laughs> so, bro, I'm weak. I'm like, bro, I slept maybe about two minutes the entire night. Damn. I got a pair of days, brand new outfit. I had to change my outfit up to wear something with a hood on it. I'm like, <laughs> and you know me, I'm I'm the the biggest, if not the number one shit talker in the school. Right, right. I can't come to school lacking like that. <laughs> Man, I go to school, I get in the hallway. I hear I hear the hall monitor say, "Hey, take your hood off." <laughs> No hoods in the building, nigga. Bam. I took off running. Escaped. Bam. <laughs> now I'm outside crying because I'm hurt. Right. Just walking around the neighborhood with a book bag on, just crying. So I go I'm to the grocery store. <laughs> Man, I go to the grocery store and grab some snacks or whatever. The, you know, the cashier looking at me like, you all right? I'm like, what you mean am I all right? 
And I realized I got, I got dried up snot and tears all over my face <laughs> from crying. And she looking like, boy, something happened to you. I'm like, what you talking about? I'm all right. So eventually they called home. A tennis called my dad and was like, your son ain't at school. And at this time, I called back to the crib and I he answered the phone. He was like, where you at? A tennis called you someone you ain't at school. Where you at? I'm like, man, I'm at the uh, grocery store. He said, the grocery store? What the fuck you doing at the grocery store? Now he going off. Now I get mad because I'm like, dude, you just not, you ain't going to validate the fact that my hair fucked up <laughs> and your girl didn't. <laughs> this your girl did this to me. <laughs> your girl did this to me. Ask your girl where I'm at. <laughs> so, man, I'm super mad. So now, so now he mad because now he like, well, damn it, where you at? So I tell him what grocery store I'm at or whatever. He come pick me up. I take my hood off. And now I'm showing him what she did to me. <laughs> Thinking like, he going to be like, damn, she fucked you up, son. I'm going to talk to him about this. I'm going to get at her schmitty for this. <laughs> he looked at him and was like, what's wrong? I said, oh, my God. I said, nigga, I, never what's mind, man. What's wrong, nigga? <laughs> so now I'm, now I'm super mad because now he, he just act like nothing going on. He's trying on. to play funny. He's trying to be Mr. Funny. So I'm still mad. He's still talking about, I'm going to drop you back off at school. I said, fam, you drop me back off at school. I'm going to take off again. You're just going to have to whoop me. Do whatever you got to do, bro. It ain't happening. <laughs> it's not happening. So he, so he said, fine, I'll take you to the barbershop. But we go to the black barbershop. Black barbershop's <laughs> packed all the way to Atlanta. Can't get me in. Damn. Fan take me to Crosscutters. Bruh. <laughs> I took my hood off. The white lady said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was looking like, bitch, what you need? Oh. <laughs> Don't you ever, ever, ever make a noise when it comes down to my haircut? <laughs> oh, this bitch didn't have work. No, no comment, man. <laughs> so she said, I said, can you just fade it up and make it look nice? She said, <laughs> she said, there's nothing I can do with that. We're going to have to take that all off. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Ain't no saving that, nigga. And here, here's the kicker, fam. Gave me a baldy, right? I'm talking about Mr. Clean Baldy. Like, <laughs> it got down to the scalp. But here's the fucked up part. She can only put it so low with the clippers. That bullshit ass part that was in my head was still visible, <laughs> fam, even with a baldy. <laughs> Man, my dad took me back to school, proceeds to drop me off. I go inside of school. I'm still hurt. I go to the bathroom, make sure, you know what I'm saying, my snot bubbles clean up, tears, dried up tears cleaned off. I go to my class. I still got my hood on. The teacher said, you got you to take your hood off in the class. <laughs> Man, I took my hood off in that class. It was like, Wow. <laughs> they clown me immediately. They was like, bro. <laughs> hey, the first thing my guy said, look, who fucked you up, bro? <laughs> I said, why you say that, man? He was like, we can see that bullshit ass part of the <laughs> Man, I was sick, man, but we got to laughing about it. I mean, it, it, it was straight after that, but bro, I was so salty to be honest with you. I still got hard feelings towards that girl for that shit, bro. 
continuously not liking you as a person. <laughs> she is on my list. <laughs> bro, why, why, why she just couldn't say no, dog? Like, she should have been like, nah, and then you could have came up. She would have gave you the freedom to come up with an alternative solution, at least. Well, she fam, like, she, you know, the thing that made me cry hard is when she was standing there looking at me like, what? Like, what's wrong? Like, like she killed it. Like, Nigga, I did you a favor. This is what you asked for. You asked for the mouse cut, didn't you? You asked for the mouse with the part where the button's supposed to be at? Fam, she had my hair looking so bold. I was like, why? And and then I was starting thinking, like, you know how when you mad and you going through something, you start saying shit like, man, she probably did that shit on purpose, man. (laughs) She never did like me. I was so hurt, bro. I was like, damn, she fucked me up on purpose. I like, because you can't accidentally do a haircut like that. <laughs> that has to be purposefully done. <laughs> I was so mad, man. I was like, damn, bro, that shit hurt my soul. I still remember that shit to this day. The vision of it, I'm glad. Like cell phones wasn't out back then. Right, right, right. Bro, if, if, shit. if that would have made it to Snapchat, bro, you probably would never met me, bro. I'm like, man, I'm moving to Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm out. I'm gone. I don't want to see none of you niggas ever again. <laughs> man, but that's how bad the haircut was. You know how important that is in our community, man. Haircut mean a lot. Man. I mean, we always keep our haircuts up. You know what I'm saying? We take pride in our hair and looking good. You know what I mean? Because we was told for so long that we're not supposed to do that. Right. So we take pride in little things like that. And it's something minor like that. So other people and other coaches don't see it that way, but we do. Yeah, we, we definitely do, Unfortunately, man. we have to hold on hey, to small things like that. It's just the overall situation, though. Like like you said, overall situation. It'd be different if it was just a, a random Monday in September. You know, just some regular day. It's the first day of school, dog. You got the fresh J's on, fresh fit, everything, everything coordinated, everything going. And then look at this nigga head. <laughs> like, bro, you mess with me. Uh, like, at the end of the day, like, <laughs> hey, fam, you remember back in the days when we ain't had no, <laughs> I don't know if that is the same for you, but the go-to poor black kid outfit when you ain't had no money <laughs> was corduroys and a Christmas sweater. Why yeah. though? I, 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 and, and that's pretty universal. I think that's pretty much the same. If you were to yeah. ask anybody from anywhere, it'd be. But why though? How did they come up with that, dog? Like I don't know that? why. My mom thought that was the cutest outfit ever. I said, "Mom, <laughs> put me in anything about, with this." <laughs> they about to clown me today. She said, "If you wear that outfit that you've been wearing again, I'm gonna burn it." Because I'm like, man, that's the only cool outfit I got. I can't be wearing corduroys and Christmas sweaters. So what we used to do is we used to wear whatever my mom picked out for us because she used to pick our clothes out for us. Like, no, nah, this will look good and pick it out for us. So we'd be like, all right, whatever. We ain't arguing in that situation. We ain't know if that's going to turn into it. Right. But we packed a little to-go situation in the book bag. <laughs> Where so when we get to school, we're either on the bus or in the bathroom when you got into school, like, you got to go change it. Immediately, so <laughs> you got to be prepared for whatever's going to happen. Like if you if you ride that whole bus, it's either that or you got to go to your homie's house before you get on the bus. 
you go change your pick before you get to the bus stop. Because uh, either either way, you got some energy coming. <laughs> you about to get something. Yeah. And you know what I mean. So that was just that was just uh, some reminiscing that I had going on in my mind. That's a crazy shit you say that because I used to pick my kids' clothes for the longest. I wonder if them niggas used to switch up on me as soon as they got to the thing. Man, this nigga think I'm finna wear this all navy blue plain jogging suit with the crew neck and the and the squinties on the ankles. Nigga, I'm not finna wear this all day, nigga. What do you think I'm finna go do workout in the military, nigga? And you know, time changed, so it's like what we think is cool, the kids may not think it's cool, and vice versa. Like when our parents was picking our stuff up, they thought it was cool, but we were like, you finna get me clowned at school. Like, you know you have no idea. My, you know what this is gonna do to my street cred, goddammit? I ain't getting no business after this. Street cred? What this is about to do to my mental health? I'm gonna hate myself for months if I wear this shit. I'm, I'm about to flunk a math test off of this shit. <laughs> but there goes my B in chemistry. <laughs> like, what happened? You don't seem focused today, Mr. A. Like, yeah, I know. Look at me. <laughs> I'm focusing on these motherfucking lines on my corduroys. That's the problem. Man, what, what does this outfit say about focus? child's vocabulary until the early 2000s. Then choices and options became a thing and then now look. <laughs> now look. <laughs> Bruh. I mean, we, we didn't we didn't have any of that. Went, remember, we couldn't negotiate. We couldn't bargain. We couldn't do none of that. Like That's that's considered talking back. Right. When our parents told us this is what it is, if you try, we couldn't even breathe after they told us something. Right. All that said, if, if, uh, if they said something, we said, oh, that's an ass woman. Oh, you want to breathe? You want to breathe? <laughs> I need something to breathe about. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. I thought breathing was, <laughs> I thought we were supposed to. Not in my room. Not in here. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Get smart again. <laughs> you want to be smart? Nah, that's, bro, that just brings back so many memories, like, just in general. Hey, man, you, and did y'all ever? Huh? Hey yo, technical difficulties again, I believe. We back at it. Did you hear me? Oh, damn! You came back. No, I ain't hear you for like twenty seconds. I almost stopped the record. <laughs> I said, "Did you? Did you guys and Gary have uh, like a penny candy spot?" Oh yeah, the, a lot of times it was in an old lady order. house. <laughs> it was yeah, an old yeah, lady yeah. down the street house this year. Yeah, I ain't really know nothing about it until I started going to Chicago as a youngin. And they had penny candy spots all over the place in the projects and over by my grandma's house. And then I opened up my own joint. Oh, hell no. 
But bro, like we had a penny candy spot at Miss Taylor House, and we would uh, do garage sales, and then whatever money I made from garage sales, I go buy the penny candy and then sell that too. So she had me out there hustling super early, man. Right. When you can't even like just think about that, you can't buy nothing with a penny no more. Oh no, no, the Get penny it. candy is two for five now. Two for yeah. two for a nickel. <laughs> and that's crazy, like because I remember having those penny candy spots, like we get chips, pickles, freezies. But that's a hustle though. That's the hey, that's you remember that man? Hustle, bro. You remember that? The uh cool the the little styrofoam, the white cups with the frozen Kool-Aid in it. Hell yeah. 25 cent, like, man, you just froze a cup of Kool-Aid and selling it for 25 cent. You paid 10 cent. You paid 10 cent for the pack of Kool-Aid. 10 cent is some water, goddammit. <laughs> it's just crazy to think about back in the days with how we was hustling or how people was hustling around us and we was witnessing that. And that became part of our work ethic somehow. Right. Because right. We, knew, we knew it and we saw it and we witnessed it. Or who was a part of it somehow? Like I remember seeing that, and that motivated me to sell icy cups and penny candy and all of that kind of shit, which led to me having the kind of work ethic that I got to this day. Right, right. And bro, I, you know, I can trace it back to that. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this, and then we gotta wrap up, man, because we down there. Well, we over an hour right now, and I, I love it, man. I love the energy, and when we get rolling, we be rolling, man. And, and I, I see podcasts, and I listen to podcasts for two, three hours and shit like that. But because of the recording format that we utilizing right now, I'm not gonna be able to continue because my motherfucking phone finna die. But um, <laughs> but I'm gonna say this, man. So 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 I'm glad you brought that up because earlier today. Uh, my my children's mother texted me and she was like, "Hey, you know, you know, we getting our son a car, so we getting our son a car, so we need to start saving." I was like, "We? <laughs> what?" I was like, "Wait, who you talking about? We, me, you, and him, or just me and you?" Because I ain't buying them shit. I was like, "Anybody that you know and love, this this a respectable black male to you. The only person that got them their own first car was them, and the reason why they did it is because they had some reason." or some drive or some motivation that they needed to have a vehicle for. And because yeah. they got their own vehicle, whether it was good, bad, or ugly, they cared more about it than if I gave a nigga a brand new Benz. So until he starts saving, I ain't gonna start saving. Right. <laughs> she had a real problem with that. She acted like I was bush, and I was like, yeah. And she was like, well, we bought our daughter a car. I was like, exactly. She a, daughter. She a girl. She a daughter. And right. I did it so she could help you drive around, you know what I mean? Because you was the only one with the vehicle at the time. So... Right. So she act like she ain't understand. I was like, I'm not buying that man no motherfucking car. I can tell you that right now. I'm not doing it. If he ain't got nothing to put toward it, I'm not going to buy him a car. That's my word. I said, it's not up for the day. And, and on top of that, I tried to give him a Cadillac CTS four months ago that he said he didn't really want. <laughs> I tried to hand it to him. And he right. said no. But, hey, it is what it is, man. And, and, and that is the epitome of Nobody having him sell penny candy early in the morning on the weekend when he may not have wanted to be up. He may not have wanted to be in front of all these people that, oh, he's so cute. Look at the little man, man, selling his toys. Because we didn't do that, now he thinks somebody's supposed to hand him a car. And he might not even want a car. I, actually, he might not. Because like I said, I offered him a car. He said he didn't want it. So to just, to just have that, that type of attitude or that type of thinking, 
I'm not buying that man nothing. On his birthday, he gonna be 18, a full-blown adult. Do you see me out here buying other grown-ass men anything? No. <laughs> I'm not buying that motherfucker shit. And, and there needs to be a separation between what you provide for your daughters and what you provide for your son. Like, obviously, there's a difference. It ain't the same. There, there does need to be some kind of separation between those two. At, at the end of the day, like you said, like the, the opportunity was offered for a vehicle for free. He didn't want it. He had some other bougie ideas in his mind of what he really wanted. <laughs> and which is all right. But if you when that don't come, if that don't come to fruition, then what? Exactly. I mean, at that point, whatever I was asking my dad for, whatever I was asking my mom for, I know I'm gonna go get it. So I had to figure out a way that I was I had to get out there and get it myself. Yeah. That, and then when I got out there and got it myself and I saved up the money and I, I picked out the car I wanted. That's what my dad said, because he had told me straight out, I ain't buying no car, I ain't giving you nothing. But when he seen I was able to save up the money to get the car myself, he said, you getting ready to go to college. You save that money for when you go to college and I'll get this first car. I exactly. need to know that you're responsible enough to save up enough money to have a car, to understand that there's responsibilities in having a car, and to be able to pay for insurance or having a job. So, and that and makes that's sense. Make you and I never questioned I never questioned you a man, though, but, bro, but bro. he already knew. But this is the thing, though. Like my my work ethic was created in elementary school. Right. I've been grinding. I've been hustling. Thanks to my grandmother. You know what I mean? So I was I was already on that. Right. So when I got to that point in high school, it wasn't a thought. Pro- it, it wasn't a thought to do that. Yeah. It wasn't them you had to come up with. Because at the end of the day, I came down to this. I came down to this conclusion. I can ask my dad for it. Do I think he's going to give it to me? Nah. Probably not. <laughs> so guess what? I'm going to have it on my own. So I'm going to do it regardless whether he said yes or no. I'm going to have it on my own. And that's what it boiled down to, man. I was just reading the article. And, and I'm not a huge Tyler Perry fan by any means. But I was reading an article about him because he actually just became a billionaire. And one of the things he said was that he didn't write his first play till he was homeless living in his car. He felt like he was going to do something else or had this option to do this and da 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 It wasn't until he was homeless in his car, rock bottom, that he began writing his first play on the front seat, on the stern wheel of his car. Some people in this life need something like that to happen for them for them to be the best them they can be. And unfortunately, if that's what's happening to my son or with my son, who am I to stop that nigga from living in his car <laughs> if he's going to be a billionaire later? You know what I mean? Like, I'm right. robbing him of his opportunity to be the greatest him he could be. And I'm not right. going to buy no motherfucker no car that I offered a free car for three or four months ago. I'm not going to. That make me stupid. <laughs> if I do that, I'm a stupid motherfucker. That's just all I'm saying. And that and that totally makes sense. And at the end of the day, each individual is gonna have to figure out for themselves what they want, what they strive to be, and how they're gonna get it. And what motivates them? What, what motivates me don't may not be what motivates him. Or what motivates his sisters may not be what mo- his little baby sister got an interview at motherfucking Burger King and got hired. His other little sister worked at the motherfucking amusement park all summer. His other big sister got a job. You gonna let every motherfucker in the house, but you have a job, and then want me to buy you? Are you high? I might need to take him for a home drug test. I might have to get him one of them home drug screens from the Dollar Tree or something, because he gotta be high. 
if you think I'm finna buy him a car. And like I said, he may not even have asked for one. This is just his mom's way of thinking, you know. So I ain't even go. I'm going to talk to him about it, you know, this weekend or whatever. But he probably going to be shocked. He's going to be like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Who said I want the car? Because if I get a car, then I might actually have to go to work. If I get a car, then I might actually have some level of responsibility to help my sisters get to work. No, 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 no. I ain't saying about no car. No, 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 no. That's why I turned it down before. Now, don't get crazy on me. But that's crazy, though, man. That really is. Hey, but we going to get up out of here. I think we shut down one more time. Um, but technical difficulties ain't going to get the best of us. We got our time, man, man. Shout you out hear me, bro? Oh, yeah, you back. Okay, there you go. You back. Shit, I was going to close out because I thought they shut us down and shit. But, uh, yeah, that, that's a conversation to be had. I think you, you'll have it with them. You'll talk to them about it, whatever. You'll come to a conclusion on what it needs to be like and the understanding for him to see or – or at least hear from your perspective on why that's not happening. Right. And that's all you really can do because at, at the end of the day, how he going to feel about it, he going to feel about it. Ain't nothing going to change that at some point. So, But as a parent, that's our job to say, you know, I, I, to be honest with you, we're not concerned about how you feel about it. I'm not at right? all. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, um, I still have to be a parent. I ain't your friend. Right. I'm, I'm your dad. <laughs> so... <laughs> What you thinking about this? I hear what you're saying, but I'm I'm teaching you something. I'm obviously more experienced than you, and I know more than you. Right. There will never be a time to where you're gonna be talking to me about some of these things that we're talking about right now without you having to go through that experience like I did. And right. you're saying you're above me in those situations. That's impossible. It's impossible. That's impossible. So that can't happen. So. Will one day you pass, you surpass me and become smarter than me and become bigger than me and become better than me in certain things? Absolutely. Hopefully. That's the progression hopefully. of life. Hopefully. That's the progression of life. Like you said, hopefully, but that's the progression of life. And I hope you get to that point to where you get there. And that's what I want for you. However, yeah. right now, you got to get this energy. Yeah. And you Definitely. at least got to get the explanation. You at least got to get the explanation of knowing why I'm not going to be an okie doke, why I'm not going to be Willie Lump Lump. And whether you agree with it or disagree with it today, none of my concern. When you realize I did you a favor five or ten years from now, then we can look back and laugh at it and joke about it. But as of right. today, you're going to learn the hard way. <clears throat> One thousand percent, man. Like, so high percentage, you know, I agree with that, man. But like you said, that's another great episode, man. Where we at? We at four, five. Shit, we at five. It's the fifth episode right now, man. We gotta squeak in another one. If 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 <laughs> if, if the COVID don't hit me across my head no time soon, <laughs> I'm going to the Mall of America this weekend in Minnesota. I'm definitely what? gonna stop by on Sunday to try to chop it up with you and see what you got going on. And oh, if, that's for fun. If time permits on Sunday. Uh, I'm not because checkout time is 11. Obviously, I might get some breakfast and shit like that. But right. I'll be uh, in your town probably around one or two o'clock, I would assume. And if you got some time on Sunday, man, we can fuck around and, and, and get another one in, man, and, and double up this week. Absolutely, you know, I'd be with it. Only thing I would have planned on Sunday is going golfing, but normally that's super early in the morning because I normally meet my guys halfway between the cities and. 
Eau Claire, which would be been like around the Hudson area, but that's kind of early in the morning. So I should be back by about time you get ready to check out and take care of what you got to take care of anyway. But we'll we'll yeah, connect we'll on that, man. Yeah, we'll and definitely. You know what like, Shit, I hope so it ain't too cold, man. I hope because they, they talking about 60s is the high uh, out bro. that way. I'll buy you um, this, this hey. weekend. I'm getting, I'm getting my, I'm getting mine in regards. Like you know, you wear a long sleeve, a hat, whatever. Like I'm golfing until the, until the snow come down, bro. If they give me the opportunity to do so, because I already know when the golf season over with, I'm be over here stuck. Man, bored as a bitch, boy. As a bitch. You I'm already know. I was just golfing over here by my crib. My mom and them was tripping because they was walking on the trail. They saw me catching my motherfucking little holding ones and shit, and so. They, 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 they saw your boy. You know, I had the little cart net, but shit, man. It is what it is, man. Let's let's wrap up tonight's motherfucking fantastic episode number five, man. I definitely appreciate the time. And uh, I look forward to the That's next true. one, boss. Oh, you already know for sure. For all our fans out there, we appreciate you listening. Good looking out for everybody that's on the front line, for everybody that's living righteous and doing the righteous thing right now. Bless up. Keep moving. Here, see and feel the movement. Bless up. Indeed, man. Peace. Peace. Peace.